that. Oh, uh, did I just screw it? Bam, we're live. I didn't mean to make you take your hat off, Caleb. It's okay. The show's brought to you by Subaru. Great cars. Very reliable. Are they? Yeah. Probably the most reliable ones you can get. Man, they're everywhere. More than my uh, Toyota Sienna? Ooh, I don't know. It's probably a tie between Toyotas and Subarus. You know what is interesting is um, I have bought my uh, Sienna in 2016, and I got the one with just like every every just like option, right? The leather seats, the DVD player, all that shit. And it was 50,000. chairs. Yeah, all the, all the fancy shit. $50,000 as cruise control. Power windows. Uh, and um, <clears throat> um, 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 uh, 2016, so I had the baby seats in the back when I got it. And a couple of years ago, I took them out, probably too early, and um, never did booster seats. And But basically, I looked in the back yesterday, and the the there's a bench seat in the back that sits three, right? Right. It's three in the back and then two chairs and then the two driver chairs. But the seats in the back, right where the uh, seam was, where the leather was sewed together, is just completely opened up. And I go to the boys, holy shit, the seat's completely torn open. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's been like that forever. And I'm assuming that's because I had the baby seats on it and you pull them down so tight, you know, that it compromised the back seats. But it really bums me out. It makes yeah. me want a new car, but the thought of a car payment makes me want to vomit. Yeah, that's the big, uh, the big problem. I drive up; my car's paid off, and yeah, my wife's car's nice? almost paid off, and it's like, damn, I don't really care. And I know I'm going to have to get a new one soon, just because of the mileage on it, and it's just old. And how many miles do you have on it? Um, I have a Jeep Cherokee, and it's got two hundred and seventy thousand miles on it. Is a uh, Jeep Cherokee is that a good car? Or I always think of that as a shitty car. The is older ones, car? I think, are better than the newer ones, but because hmm. there's less mechanics to it, it's all old school shit. The day that I was fired from CrossFit, when my position was no longer needed, um, th- literally that day, I paid off my car and one of my homes. Damn. Yeah. They didn't quite cancel each other out. I was still pretty bummed that I lost my job, but it was, but it was like, oh shit! Isn't that kind of nice though? You're like, well, I yes. can't make any money, so, but at least I don't have to spend a bunch of money on other shit. Yeah, I was. I, it, the the time the timing couldn't have been uh, better. Wow, listen to this, Audrey. I have rolled down windows, and they never quit working. I was in um uh. uh Greg has this um, Can-Am, and I think, I don't know if it's called a Can-Am, but it's made by those people, I think, who make Can-Am. He has this thing in Idaho, and it had rolled down windows, and I was kind of excited to see that. Like a side-by-side? I don't know. What, what is that thing called that you have, Greg? That thing with the big Yeah, it's, uh, it's a Can-Am Defender, I think. It's got a windshield, windshield wiper, roll-down windows, uh, heating. And it's a three, three by three, so you can seat six. Dude, it's it's so oh, cool. Yeah. We loaded the back full cool. of bags of garbage and did a garbage run because that, and it was 
dude it was crazy greg was probably the best way to do a garbage run greg was getting on it around all the turns it was cool yeah i think it's cool hey i, I think never it's heard got, it. i got it's got the same motor as my big can-am and i think they'll do 100 miles an hour i never heard that thing shift i was trip i was kind of tripping is that motor just it's just one gear from zero to 50 like i i kept waiting for it to shift i'm like this thing doesn't it's an automatic right I think I think it's just like high or low is what it is. You get either high gear or low gear. So it'll oh, true. But like but we but it still did fifty. Like we were doing fifty just in, in snowy muddy shit and it didn't shift. That just doesn't do golf cart shift? No, those are electric. Yeah. Sevy, is that your connection? Uh that shitty? No, I don't think so. no, my connection's solid. Are you getting a little um choppy? Choppy? Uh, who's choppy guys vote put the blame on someone me greg or caleb probably me <laughs> who's slowing down am i just choppy or is it just caleb who's choppy? yeah it's it's you talking i hear everything else seems fine to me oh then then maybe it is me it's gone now. um uh what resort did we go to it was massive i think it's called morning oh uh, Star or Sil silver mountain I don't know. Starwood? I don't know. Morningwood. Mountain Star? We're definitely close. Our was it our north of uh Quarter Lane? No, kind of by uh, no, out uh, fairly much uh east. Out ninety, right off right off ninety. Shows what I know. Hey Greg, I was um I saw uh Epoch Times sent me an email yesterday saying that Fannie Willis is being charged with 22 indictments. And no, I think it's, I didn't read it, but I think that it's 22 charges to a proposed impeachment. Oh, sorry. Impeachment. Right. And, um, and we'll get into that. But this is the part that really blew me away. So I wanted to the, – the Epoch Times was a really short article, and then it was a video. And I wanted to read more about it, so I put it into Google, and I couldn't find anything. It just gave me one result. I had just one result, and it was the Epoch Times. So I went to DuckDuckGo, and I typed it in. And I got fucking pa like pages of returns. And that's the second time this week I've done that. And, and I'm not a duck, duck, go guy, but it's the second time this week I've done this. And, um, uh, and Google's definitely, um, who's that? Me, sorry. Um, uh, that's the second time this week that, um, I've noticed uh, that Google's censoring stuff around the campaign. It's it's crazy that they're there's they've they've sent they're censoring the searches. Uh, Caleb, I just sent. Are you wait a minute? Wait, are, Sevi, are you suggesting that we can't trust Google? Yes, <laughs> I'm suggesting that they are limiting our ability to search things around uh, around Trump. Hey, it, it, it wasn't like it was in a small rag. If you look. Um, if you it, it was in the New York Post, 
uh, I sent you the link, Caleb, and that this New York Post article wasn't coming up when I searched in Google. Georgia rep moves to impeach DA Fannie Willis accuses her of Trump derangement syndrome. Please tell me that's a real diagnosis. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be. Uh, this is this is turning into a wild story. It's still another week before she has to address the uh, judge directly on the charges. Um, the, in addition, the Georgia Senate on Friday voted to approve the formation of a committee to investigate potential wrongdoings of Willis, uh, part after her alleged affair with the special prosecutor appointed to oversee Trump case yeah. emerged. Sevy, here's the thing for me on this. Yeah, tell me. It, it, it's not like they caught her with a $150,000 in aluminum cash and aluminum foil in a freezer. It's that the guy that she brought in is thinks she's fucking. Now, did she find the best guy possible and then just start fucking him? So he's hugely good as a lawyer and just so-so as a fuck and so what? Or is it just some dude she's fucking who she's pretending like he's some kind of good prosecutor and giving him cash? I don't, I don't, I don't know the degree of the sin, and I'm not surprised by any of it. Right. The whole thing's the whole thing's political bullshit. All politically motivated. I mean, look at her. She she ran for office, screaming in the streets. Isn't that the lady that she's going to take him down? Yes. So, yes. Okay. Okay. So here we are now, and it turns out she's engaged to some sleazy degree with this other scumbag. I. You know. I don't. I. I it doesn't even seem like a big story to me. It's well, like, kind of like Google Google be fucking with results. Of course they do. That's why they're there. I, I guess that is a fair way to say it. I, it. It is because they're there. The the thing is, is that it's an election year. Yeah. The or, the orange hair guy. And, I, and we got a guy. We got a guy that is for a handful of reasons, eminently popular. For reasons that are they're they're easy to describe, fairly obvious, and that is constitutes a threat to democracy to to a good chunk of the country. That some guy is is popular enough that they're going to vote for for president, um, that's the threat to democracy. Right. It's 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 a wonderful thing. I love it that they're accusing and her so of racial they, prejudice. They're, they're going to lose it. They're going to lose at the box office. And so what are we going to do? All kinds of crazy mail-in harvesting bullshit, of course. Mm -hmm, and let's mm -hmm. see if we can we can sue him into poverty. Um, and what else? So how, how about having him taken off the ballot? Anything but run a fair election where the where the where the retard gets fucking. Yeah, I said retard gets elected. He is. He's, a, uh, he's he an absolute fool. He's so he's so natively stupid. That he's down there where Joe Biden is out of out of advanced senility. Hunter was Hunter was making jokes about his father's senility when the fucker was vice president. I read the emails. When his father's vice president, he's saying that without Secret Service, he couldn't even find his way back to the White House anymore. Ha ha ha. He and his friends think it's funny how senile his dad is. That's 15 years ago. Now he's as dumb as, as the orange guy. Who I'm going to proudly vote for. You, you know, Biden had two aneurysms. He is an aneurysm. I, I was uh, I was listening to a doctor speak on aneurysms, and they said one of the effects is is that you can't um, uh, 
you lose the ability to process what you should and shouldn't say. Basically, you're just you just become any thought you have, you just say. So that's we why we've that, been hearing that should be your middle name. <laughs> I didn't have an aneurysm. Maybe I did. Uh, that, aneurysm that's why we hear that's, the theme. That's your beauty. I thought it was the porn pony. It's related. That's why he says stuff like, um, "If you if you don't vote for me, you're not black." That's where that shit's coming from. No, 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 no. That's that's pure ideology. There. If you're I'm not, not aggrieved, if you're not aggrieved, and and uh, and uh, angry with white people to CNN, you're not a black man. Yeah, you'd have to watch Fox yeah. News to learn that there are that there are brain surgeons and lawyers and and generals who are black and not pissed off at all about anything. Uh, Sleek and, and those people those people aren't black to the right. left, right? Larry Elder felt the the wrath of that. When he ran for governor for of California. Biden, for Biden, if you're not eating out of the government trough, you're not a black man. He's only interested in blacks on the on the Democrats' plantation. Those are the only ones that matter. Those are the, those are the blacks whose lives matter, and it's because their votes matter. Uh, yesterday, um, I posted something on Instagram about George Floyd uh, over. I just said George Floyd overdosed, and uh, someone called me racist. <laughs> and and I was just like, I, I just wish I could had could have five minutes with that person to explain to them that the fact that they're bring, they think I'm bringing color into it by saying George Floyd overdosed. I just want to just be like, can I just explain to you why it's that you're racist? That you think that it's a black or white thing that he overdosed? That I have that I have a belief that he overdosed. Uh, Sleeky, I'm I'm gonna proudly vote uh, for him too. Uh, Gina Lee, my dad had three aneurysms. Each time you have one, you have a 50-50 chance to live. He survived them all. Wow. I'm stoked for you, Gina. Uh, Herbert, wow, Greg's beard looks fucking fantastic today. <laughs> Thank you. I don't, it's it's a toss-up. I don't know what I, I, I know what it is. I, I like, it, it's like Trump and uh, uh, Biden, you know. Um, the beard's better than shaving. I'm not fond of either one. J.R. Howell, Savonierism. There you go. <laughs> uh Sabir, uh once in the US, though I'm Indian Latino looking in Trinidad, I'm considered black. Is that is that what the people are from Trinidad? It's uh it's a Latin Indian mix? Is that their um Yeah, like Trinidad Tobago. Remember Stephen Alford, the Olympic sprint cyclist in Santa Cruz, friend of mine? I don't remember. He but was in he the was Olympics for Trinidad Tobago. Um, Twelve daily doses. Uh, 
you're not racist for saying he overdosed. You're misinformed, but not racist. Oh. Uh, what what uh, would be the basis for either one? I mean, tell me how. So you are you saying that having three times the uh, lethal dose of uh, of fentanyl in his bloodstream, you're saying that was that was the leading cause? And the person who says you're ill-informed, what would be his basis? For saying that it was something else, would it be the conviction of Chauvin, or would it be some other evidence? And it's some other evidence. What would that be? Would it be what you saw of the neck, the neck lean, what they call writing a knee? Because if that's what did it, what's interesting is that thing is used all the time, almost everywhere. In fact, it's in the Minneapolis uh, training manual. They were taught to do that. Maximum restraint technique, MRT. Yeah, it's they in both their training manual. to do manual. that. Yeah. Our cop friends described it as riding a knee, and our physician friends told us that that's that's you, you're not going to kill someone toward that. So uh, you know what is it? Is it the, is it the, is it, was it riding the knee? It's it, it's an it's an honest question, and you could have different opinions on it, but but I think that I think that whether you think that the knee ride was was lethal or the three x the fentanyl level was lethal. And whether you think the autopsy uh, results should be considered or not in the discussion, and if you think that the trial results are all the evidence you need to have opinions on the thing, that's all discussable, I think, without labeling someone a racist. And so when, when what you get is, is racist, it sounds like it's, it's entirely non-discussable which is a fascinating thing and consistent with my views of the left on almost everything anyway. Well, try have, there's a bunch of, try have a discussion that rent control creates slums. Minimum wage leads to unemployment of, 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 of people, removes the bottom rungs of the ladder. Try to have those discussions with that crowd that almost every one of their fixes is exacerbates a problem to their political advantage. Have those discussions, you can't. It'd be like telling some dude that you think he looks like a douchebag with the Hawaiian shirts and all the chest hair coming out in the big gold chains. They'll have none of that. Um, uh, there was a quote in here from the uh, autopsy for those of you just to catch you up uh, a little bit. Um, and, and the reason why I'm, this is like on the forefront of my brain is I'm having um, – Liz Collin on, and I just finished her book and I watched her movie, Fall of Minneapolis. Uh, handwritten notes of law enforcement interview with Dr. Andrew Baker, the Hennepin County medical examiner, said Floyd had 11 nanograms of fentanyl in the system. If the, the standard in the state of Minneapolis, if they find you at home and you test for three uh, nanograms or more of fentanyl in your bloodstream with no other signs of death, it's considered an overdose. So that's how you come to the uh, it's, it's actually closer to four times the amount than three times. He also had a 75% uh, occlusion of one of his arteries. He had COVID. He had meth in his system. Um, he had alcohol in his system. He had marijuana in his system. Yeah. And But you said you could have all those things and you'd be strangled. I, I, I agree. And, and, but he, had, he also had no, uh, the, the, they found no uh, bruising on his neck. They showed no trauma to his neck in the autopsy. Um, it, it, 
and, and the I can't breathe thing. He he in his last previous two arrests, that was this exact same thing. He said, "I can't breathe." He, I watched the video. He said he he said, "I can't breathe." Probably twenty times in the car when no one was touching him. Um, okay. he, he kept saying it ha it's happening again. Meaning, and he's kept saying, "I have COVID. I have COVID. It's happening again." So, I it's I find it. Uh, very, very sad that Derek Chauvin is spending 20 years in jail, 21 years in jail. And and the fact that a couple weeks ago, I don't know if you guys know this, but he was stabbed 22 times in jail. Now he's in back in uh, medical um, <laughs> solitary. I don't know. Liz will be on soon. You, we should, had the you move should talk with, with uh, an anesthesiologist or uh, uh, interventional radiologist about the likelihood of killing someone through uh, either blood or air choke with a unilateral pressure on the on the neck in the way that was done. You ought to have That's that. You ought to have that. Anyone interested in that ought to have those conversations because they're fascinating. And these are people that don't really give a fuck about the issue, but they have strong opinions on the possibility of that. And we'll talk to you about things like 100% occlusion on one side, and the people come in fine talking to you. That that's a that's a shitty way to try to murder someone in terms of technique for talk unilateral to pressure on, on the neck. Talk to the, the people like Nicky Rock. Look, I I didn't I didn't convene a panel with these guys to even have the discussion. They both by accident uh, know each other only through me. We're in the room at the same time when this is going on, and they both called utter and complete bullshit. And I got law enforcement friends that have, are of the same view. This is why it's a universally taught technique. Which and wasn't admissible no in court, by the way. Which wasn't admissible. They no. didn't let them show the manual. Well, they, they'd already lied. They'd law enforcement, the police chief, and the head of training had already lied and said that it wasn't part of their program. I've seen it in their manual. I've seen it in my own eyes. I've seen it in their manual. And so when someone out of DOJ tells me that he doesn't think there's a police department not taught this, we call it writing a knee. We use it all the time. It says if someone's sitting in the back seat of a car trying to bang their head or the window, you don't pull them out because they're going to break your window. You do it because you don't want them to show up with a brain bleed when you turn them in, when you take them in. So you put them out and you just, you know, hold them to the ground. They'll chill. It's to keep someone from banging their head on something. Uh, a couple other things along that, by the way, as soon as they pulled them out of the car, they did call the EMT. And the uh, fire department actually went to the uh, wrong location, which caused a 20-minute uh, delay in their arrival. Uh, Judy Reed uh, chimes in. Regardless how he died, what we believe uh, still does not warrant the aftermath and destruction. Absolutely not. $760 million of damage done to Ferguson. To put that in... Um, in perspective, the damage done on January 6th to the state capitol was $30 million. And that, that damage, listen, that's not to white neighborhoods. That's right. not, I, I don't see that here in Scottsdale. Right. It's the, the people that are still paying the price are, are good, hardworking black people 
who had their liquor store, their barbershop burned down, their church burned down. You think O.J. Simpson was guilty? Which, which time of what? So I was sympathetic the second time in the Vegas thing, but everyone thought, fuck it, he has it coming, right? The first time, it was kind of obvious, I think, from the beginning. I mean, he, he painted the walls with the two of them and his hands are cut out. Uh, David uh, Weed, OJ did not do it. All right. Okay. Good. Give you the final. You know what it was? What? It was a it was a knife fight between Ron Goldman and Nicole Simpson, and 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 OJ showed up and took both the knives. Tried to do CPR on both of them. It was too late, and he left. You'd be a great defense attorney. Yes. Uh, before we talk about. Unra, Unra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Oh my goodness! Hey, only fifty of their of their employees helped, and I understand that it's only like ten percent in the, of those in the area were caught actively participating in the in the terrorist attack. Fine, let's talk about Unra. Unra received uh, one hundred and forty million dollars under the Biden administration in our tax dollars. There was this, there was this poll that came out right after October 7th happened. And, and I didn't believe the poll. And uh, it was, it, it was uh, that 86% of uh, Gazans thought that 86% um, of Gazans believed that the October 7th attack was just, and I was like, how could that be? How could it, how could anyone think that? Well, now it's come out that this organization called UNRWA has been teaching in all the schools to all the children for years and years and years that uh, killing Jews should be celebrated. You can't even fucking make this shit up. And uh, now 50 of their employees. And we've been paying for it. You, and yeah, the U.S. tax money. Yeah, and Canada. Fucking wild. So that's how you end up with a physician who goes to work to do some kind of pediatric surgery while his family holds hostage in their home some of the kidnapped hostages from October 7th. Hey, so at now, so so now at this point, they keep painting Hamas as a terrorist organization. But basically, I, I think you have to almost rework the narrative. You say they keep they keep painting it as one. Yeah, well, I, okay. basically, and the, that's the, like painting that's like painting Hitler is uncool. What, what I'm going to say is is that I think it's a misnomer in the sense that. You, I don't know if you would paint the what I don't know if you'd paint the United States of America as a terrorist organization, but you could paint them as uh, a country that's very aggressive and bombs people with injustice. What I'm saying is, is it was the whole entire country. It's not just some small portion of the um uh, 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 the the region of Palestine that hates the Jews. It's that entire fucking country, and they basically declared war on Israel. It changes the whole. 
um, it, it changes the whole narrative in terms of uh, appropriate uh, f- force and return. Yeah, when it's you not call, a small fringe call, group inside of Gaza that attacked uh, Israel. The whole fucking country hates you, Israel. When you say that that uh, Trump is like Hitler, or the United States is a terrorist organization, or that what Israel is doing is genocide, those that that language is carefully crafted to take anything that might be a discussion and turn it into a non-discussion. Okay, this has a, it has all the intellectual force of just spitting in your face. It's not believed, it's not sincere, it's something that's recited, it debases the language of all meaning. At the point Trump's Hitler, everyone's Hitler, now we're all fucking Hitler. Okay, good going, right? And so the US, you make, if you make the US terrorists, then Hamas isn't terrorist. That's the point of it. And if you can't see the, the, the difference between collateral damage, that damn it, you wish that hadn't happened, and the goal being the, the collateral damage being the primary concern, it's not even collateral. If you can't see that, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know where we go from there. But all of this was done to get you exactly what we got. What remains to be seen is at what point do the people that are, were the architects of this thing concede they fucked up. I think as long as they're breathing, they'll think it was good no matter how many how many Gazans are killed. As long as that Sinbad or whatever the asshole's name underground, as long as he's still alive and the guy's in Qatar living in unfathomable luxury, as long as they survive this thing, if every man, woman, and child in Gaza were to be killed, that would be a perfect outcome. That's the narrative they want, so that they can keep it keep it alive. It's they're they're creating a story that is agitating, and that's the purpose. That's what Iran wants, and it's all a prelude to some apocalyptic, primitive people's vision for the end of the world and their brief dominance. Hey, um, I, I can't remember the guy's name. Um, he wrote the article. He was at your house for one of the Broken Science events. Um, the guy who wears the hat, the art critic. Kimball. Roger Kimball. Roger Kimball. I read that article that you sent that went back and talked about the history of uh, Pal- uh, the Palestinian people and their creation. And then I did some searches on Wiki and I came up with the fact that those people there in uh in 1964 palestine was a nationality and then basically in 1964 the kgb created this organization called the plo and they put yasser arafat in control and they start and they basically started using the term as an ethnicity and that from the article i was able to piece together that that was a psyop being done by the russians so that region there could be used as a launch pad for attacks on the west and that this whole thing has been planned since 1964 by the Russians. Then, then on the drive home from Idaho, I was listening to CNN on Sirius, and one of the uh, generals was saying, one a retired general was saying that this is basically a distraction that Hamas was ordered to attack Israel as a distraction, so that they could um, get Ukraine out of the media. 
Have you heard that theory? That basically this entire thing was just so that the media would start focusing on that region and that they could continue doing um, horrific shit to the Ukraine. I, I think that you can... You think people are playing chess like that? I, I think you can take a lot of things that individually sound like conspiracy theories, but if you just kind of, you know, on paper, write down the Russian, I mean, look at this, this lineup, the Russian, China, North Korea, um, Iran, uh, uh, radical Islam, let's just call it collectively, Hamas, but all, all of Iran's proxies. If once you accept their own view of the world, and that is that they're allies, and look at how Russia treats its people, China treats its people, North Korea treats its people, Iran treats its people, and Hamas treats its people, you get a sense of what they're willing to do and how they would be willing to treat you, mm -hmm. be willing to treat us. And you have to take them at their word that they're, that they're going to work in sync and that their alliance is, is truly felt and believed. And so it's, it looks to me like an alliance of evil. Each of those places, nothing could be fucking worse than to have to live there, just without a doubt. Each of them are run by unfathomably brutal uh, 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 tyrants, uh, dictators. They don't like that word. That's all that is. It's just a... It's just a structure of dictatorship, and it has a, it has a global agenda that, that includes your demise. So anything that distracts us militarily or financially, Ukraine, the Middle East, or Taiwan, of course they're all about that. It's not a, it's not a conspiracy theory. This is a conspiracy of evil nations. And if you can't theorize that they'd work in alliance to distract us or divide us, You've probably never played chess before. You're playing you're playing checkers, and the world's playing chess. What a, what a simple uh, piece of algebra that is! If look how North Korea treats their own people, look how China treats its own people, look how Iran treats its own people. How do you think if they treat their own people like that? How do you think that they want to treat you? Holy shit! Look at the look at the look at, the view, look at all of them's view on oh. women. It looks like a world war on women. I mean, North Korea starves its people, allows its people to starve. Wow. You can't exaggerate the tyranny or the brutality of Russia, China, North Korea, Iran, or Hamas. It can't be adequately expressed. They had a, a pediatrician in the hospital uh, holding Jewish hostages. In their home while, while he went to work. Oh, my goodness. Wow. It, man, that, that, that's really a scary uh, proposition you just put up. How If they treat their people like that, just imagine what they want, how they want to and, and, and they have they and, and and they reek of global aspiration. Both of the ideological and the fantastical. You know, like the Iranians and the and the whatever the 
whatever the end of days is with the horsemen and the well and all that bullshit. They're they're ready. They're ready. Uh, they're just helping their citizens fast and stay healthy. Oh, yeah. Well, I, right. I apologize for projecting my. You're applying Western values. Yeah, I apologize for that. You're right. We um, criticize we criticize our own way of life by by terms and standards unique to our way of life. Wait, like you think dishonest politician is fucking meaning in China? In Russia, in North Korea, in Iran. They know they know the difference between between idealism and, and reality, between power and 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 nice thoughts. We don't. Americans don't. American Democrats don't. That Biden's paralyzed over what's going on in 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 the attacks on Americans is absolutely unexplainable. We haven't responded yet to Iran. Not that I'm seeing. No, we haven't. And he hasn't said anything about what he's going to do. He just said that he was going to. Well, we responded. He told him. He told him he doesn't want a wider conflict. Yeah. Why would he say that? Even if even if he doesn't want a wider conflict, why would he say that? Because we just pulled out of Afghanistan, and he's trying to pull out of Iraq too. It's for domestic consumption. Hey, Caleb, I don't know if you can answer this, but um, uh, so so the story goes: um, there's an American drone in the air, uh, and it got confused with an enemy drone, and so they didn't shoot down the enemy drone, and those the base was attacked, and um, those three soldiers were killed in their sleep. Uh, I think forty injured. Um, does that sound what do you think of that story when you hear that story in, in, in the place where you were staying where you staying? can you tell us if you were staying in an outpost for those seven months you were working the back end of the show um, no but what the way that I the way that I read it the way that I interpreted it was that there was an American drone that was flying so obviously we have drones everybody's got drones we were flying it back it was like returning to base basically and then what had happened is that the enemy drone had like piggybacked on to our drone and just flew into the compound at the same time. And then it detonated within the compound. Um, yeah, it was pretty close to where I was. Could uh, that have happened where you were staying? Less likely, but yeah, it could have happened for sure. And, and when you slept at night, did you think of that? Yeah, we had some instances where it was like possible drone attacks, but turned out to be nothing, but. Say yeah, you let someone shoot at you continuously and repeatedly, so we're not we're in the, in the space of hundreds of times. Any anyone, someone, somewhere, you're going to take a hit. And when they call theirs drones, they call them one way drones, meaning that they're basically just. That at that point, that they're not even drones; they're just missiles, right? I mean, a one-way drone. Kamikaze. Yeah. You could, yeah, you call them like kamikaze drones or guided, guided drones, whatever the fuck you want to call them. But yeah, no matter what, that thing's not coming back to where it was launched from. They don't have the technology that we have. There, there's not a 15 year old kid flying that thing around. Mm, I think they do have the technology, but they know that they're going to go detonate it somewhere. It's not going to. Like they'll never do it for a reconnaissance set. Like if you look at how the Ukraine war is playing out and like the kind of technology they're using, 
they have like a two drone system where they have a drone that's like uh, orbiting an area, watching over some target that they want to drop another drone on. And then they use that to target and use another drone to attack. I don't think they're doing that. I just think that they're using singular drones and they just know like, oh, well, this is an obvious target. We're going to detonate something on it. Sebi, there's a kid somewhere who thinks he's playing a video game in like Madison, Wisconsin, and he's actually killing Russians for Ukraine. Right. <laughs> we were Damn. doing that all through the, the <laughs> war on terror. Have you seen one of those rooms where the guys hang out and fly the drones, Caleb? Um, have you walked into a room and seen the guys flying the drones? I don't think I have, actually. No. I know some people who do it, though. Cool. Wild. Yeah, it's literally a video game. Uh, there's the there's a um, uh, clip here, uh, Instagram of the three soldiers who were killed. It it is pretty scary and sad when you see the when you hear the fact that they were sleeping, and that forty were injured, and then it hit some fucking. I think the outpost was where three countries border, right? It's where, so it's literally on the border of Syria and Jordan. Um, you can throw a rock into Syria. You can hear the Jordanian uh, border guards shooting their 50 cals at people trying to cross the border. Um, you have people, like, it's 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 guarded pretty well. Um, you, you have border, like, towers that are, like, strafing you with their guns as you're driving by. So, yeah. What's that mean, strafing? Like, just following you? Yeah. Yeah. So when you drive by, you just have some Jordanian dude just pointing his gun at you as you're driving by. And and it, does, has there been any talk of this being racist since all three so soldiers who were killed are black? Mm. No, but it seems pretty racist to me. Very racist. No, that's that's why we... That's how they got there. That's where we put black people in the service. Just send them out to the uh, Outpost 22. <laughs> to the Jordanian Syrian border. At least three dozen test other Americans to test the resolve of Iranians. Uh, the attack was claimed by the Islamic resistance in Iraq, an umbrella organization of the Iran backed militia forces who have been responsible for over 150 attacks. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. That's a lot of people. I it, it's oh. yeah. I'll leave it at that. What do you what do you think he's gonna do, Greg? What do you think Biden's gonna do? I I, I saw something that um who was it? Uh, did Reagan oh. sung half one, one time? They 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 fucked with Reagan and Reagan sunk half their uh, navy. Sunk half their navy. How many? And is that like they always say half their navy? But is that two boats or like what is that? They lost considerable assets, and I think they, I think there was some uh, oil production that might have been involved in that. I don't remember exactly, but it was. But I heard it took twenty years to rebuild whatever Reagan knocked out in five minutes. Yeah, um, Reagan was able to to affect his response in a climate in which it, it was wasn't even remotely possible or probable is the better term that china was going to take taiwan as a response um you see biden's a fucking pussy and the bad guys clearly have s multiple things over them from several countries 
China for a fact. It looks like Iran as well. Ukraine certainly. And and, and on top of which, he's demented, and by his very nature, weak. He's kind of a he's kind of a uh, he's behind the scenes influence peddling kind of a mobster like figure. You know, he's not a he's not a leader. He's not a he's not a powerful man. He never has been. And long history of profound dishonesty, you know, almost got thrown out of law school for plagiarism. He had to abandon a presidential campaign over it. But here he is compromised in every sense imaginable. There's no sense of compromise that Joe Biden's not compromised. And so the responses to what he would do might be very different than, than were someone else to do it. So were Trump president, I would say that it is time to, uh, take this to the Revolutionary Guard and some faction of Iran's military and, and, and maybe some of their senior leadership and let the rest of the military know that I mean, we, should have, we should have been supporting the people when they were amassed in the streets on the, risking death, protesting the abuse of that, of that poor girl they killed in jail for having her hair visible or whatever it was. Now his his hands are somewhat tied by his weakness. What one report is saying, and you know, I, I have no evidence of this, obviously, but that he basically he's not making any decisions, and he has the most progressive cabinet in the history of the war, U.S. history, and that basically he's just they're the ones making all the decisions. If I were advising Xi Jinping, I would be saying. This may be your moment. Take Taiwan now or forever hold your peace. Yes. Yes. It could be a non-issue by the time the orange guy gets in. Where even he has to recognize. Were I advising him, I would I would I would put it in his ear that this may be your only chance. The U.S. will never look weaker, never be weaker. What if he gets reelected again? Then it'll be weaker. <laughs> but I, I, I really have trouble seeing that happen. Hey, you know what? Did you see Snoop Dogg's flip, by the way? Did you see Snoop Dogg's flip? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. He and hated he's Trump. He's now he's all about Trump. Guy. Yeah. He's got nothing he but love for the brother. Yeah. Uh, there, you know, there were there were people that said that happened when they booked him in that jail in Atlanta where so many black people have been booked. There's several black people. Well, now he's a brother. Anyone that's been been in that jail, he didn't even go in. He just showed up and. Snoop Dogg does hard U-turn now says he has nothing but love and respect for Donald Trump. You know what? You know what? Uh, okay, okay, I'll read more. Yeah, give me a little bit more. Uh, Snoop Dogg has nothing but kind things to say about Donald Trump these days. The gin and juice rapper seems to have changed uh, to have had a change of heart toward the former U.S. president. According to an interview with the Sunday Times in London, he ain't done nothing wrong to me. He has done only great things for me. He pardoned Michael Harris. Snoop Dogg 52 said. Uh, Harris is co-founder of Snoop Dogg's first label, Death Row Records, who was in prison for drug trafficking, attempted murder, according to the New York Times. Trump pardoned Harris in January 2021. So I have nothing but love and respect for Donald Trump, Snoop Dogg added. 
It was a surprising thing to say. Snoop Dogg has been much less complimentary of Trump in the past. Snoop Dogg was among the celebrities who publicly disavowed Trump after he was president in 2016. Yeah, he also, Snoop said a bunch of shit like, fuck anyone who's black who, who votes for Trump. That November, Snoop Dogg eagerly told his followers his plan to move to Canada because Trump, four months later, Snoop Dogg shared the music video of his song Lavender, which featured a clown named Ronald Clump, who shared similar features to Trump. Trump hit back at Snoop Dogg X, then known as Twitter to citizens uh, to criticize the music video. Hey, you know what I think has happened, Greg? I think the black people, black skinned people in this country and the gay people in this country, I think I think the progressives took it too far. Meaning like uh, it, it must be it must be so weird be, having black skin or being gay in this country now because they've lumped all the gays up with the pedophiles and the groomers and they and then they want everyone to feel sorry for anyone who has black skin. And if you're black, you're like, what the fuck? I don't want th this is like I, I, I just wanted to get into college. I didn't want I didn't the want border, Mom, Dick and Harry thinking that I'm a fucking idiot and feel sorry for me. The border crisis was the Obama plan is the Biden plan. And everything that looks like a defect is actually the chief attribute. And what it's done is let's it's let 12 million new people into this country. And the presumption is, is they're going to get some significant number of them to vote and very soon. That was the plan. And it's, it's being carried out marvelously. Now, here's the problem. We have a name for, for when your when you're, uh, acquisitiveness um, finds success and then overruns you with negative. It's called greed. Well, they got too greedy. And what they did is these people went to the sanctuary cities, largely through the, the maneuvers of Abbott and DeSantis and, and some of these guys whose states were designed by this thing to flip blue, they sent them into the sanctuary cities and we have the equivalent of shooting yourself in the foot, but what the Dems have done with their border plan is they've shot themselves in their constituency. And there is no black person whose life has been done anything other than made shittier by the presence of a fucking 200,000 Venezuela, pickpocketing Venezuelans. Racist, <laughs> racist. Yeah, and uh, that's been established long ago. And so, and so, big, big, big Venezuelan by, gang running Miami now. Except, I'm, the reports, of course, they do. Venezuela emptied its madhouses in prisons. Hey, Mayorkas didn't know that everyone coming across the border has a colored wristband, depending on what their role is in the what the what the cartel assignment for them is, what their obligation is. And the Border Patrol people are freaking out because everyone's got them. They all have the wristbands. He hadn't heard of it. Uh, Rambler said, why Venezuelans? I'm not sure what the why is in reference to, but the country had they a emptied, massive they economic emptied their, collapse. their prisons and their nut houses of all but political prisoners. Dude, I could, you could take the you could take the contents of of a Tascadero State Hospital in California and deposit them to uh, to uh, Honolulu and turn them loose on the streets and destroy the state of Hawaii. It cost them a billion dollars to round those fuckers back up and put them in the little silence of the lamb cubicles. You think Trump will round up? Will just ten? I have no ice. idea what he'll do. 
I have no idea what he'll do. Caleb, um, Susie Tell mentioned a story in Lake Tahoe of some guy getting trapped in a gondola overnight. Oh, jeez. <laughs> can, can we see that article? <laughs> I'm so not about those things. Hey, I t- we were just, Sammy and I were just with the kids skiing up in Idaho. And I was in a gondola and the wind was howling, whipping that thing left and right. And then it slows down. And I know they'll stop them in the wind. And I tell you what, when I saw that the fucking thing was made in Switzerland, I, I, I felt a whole lot better. How did you find out it was made in Switzerland? I was reading on it. And it's just like, oh, whoa, made in Switzerland. Thank Oh, while you're up God. there, you Googled? While you're up there, you Googled? No, I was the... looking on the wall. It's got a plaque and there's the name of the company. And it's a Swiss GBH whatever from Switzerland. Like those elevators. Car. Yeah, I would take anything Swiss. <laughs> uh, hold, hold, hold on. Hey, Caller, hi. Look at the. Hey, please. So turn. it's been, it's been, it's been quiet on the news. I watched three different news uh, stations here in New York, and the only one that actually played this article was the local Fox. Six people attacked two New York City police officers, pummeled them to the ground. They got arrested. And guess what? They got released. Guess how long they were. Guess how long they were in jail for? For life. They got booked and released. They got they got booked and released. Greg, this is Jethro, owner of uh, CrossFit Chief Nation on uh, Hey, Jethro. These guys were head stomping hey, a cop that was down. One of the one of the cops was worthless to the effort, and the other guy was being was suffering these blows only because he was trying to keep the people off of his down buddy. And I tell you what, man. Either one of those cops was would have been well justified to pull a gun and start shooting these assholes. Look, Caleb can't even find the article. Yeah, I watched let, the let, video. It's very Je- Jethro. Let me just say this real quick, and we'll come back. Hold on, Jethro. Uh, just I want to let Carlos say this as a Venezuelan. We, the Venezuelan people, didn't uh, do it, but the worst government in the world, the Venezuelan government, did that. Empty the jails, pay for everyone to cross the border. They have found uh, Venezuelan gangs. Yeah. Thank you, Carlos, for saying that. Uh, all the Venezuelan people I know are fucking amazing, hardworking people, um, yeah. good people, loving people, family people with values. The only person who's ever come on come on this show and apologized for anything he ever said or did to Greg was a Venezuelan affiliate owner in Florida. Um, so, yeah, I apologize. Carlos, for just the only people, people. That need to, if, if, if that's something you need to hear, you're not going to hear it. And if any, anyone thinks because, you know, a black person did something, that's what all blacks do, or a Venezuelan did something, or if you release all the, the, the wackos out of the nut house, that that's what Venezuelans are, the people that came out of the nut house. So you, you know, th- those people aren't even engaged in a conversation anywhere with this anyway. A group of illegal aliens pummeled New York Police Department officers attempting to make an arrest outside a shelter in Times Square. Two officers and a lieutenant from New York Police Department's Middle Midtown South Precinct approached a group of men outside a migrant shelter on West 42nd Street. The incident seemed likely to raise the temperature of the already heated debate surrounding the migrant crisis in which more than 100,000 migrants are living in the city. Illegal migrants. Four of the Sebi, put were, the put the story in you into YouTube with Fox, and you'll you'll get footage. That'll <clears throat> pop right up. Uh, we could get in trouble for showing that. Uh, They'll say that I'm showing violence, gratuitous violence. I have to be careful. 
So, so wow, I didn't know. Did you mention that, Jethro? I missed that. I didn't know that those were migrants doing that. Hey, Caleb, can, were, you, can you pull that they, back up? I want to read They were migrants. The yep, they were migrants right in front of a shelter. If, you, if anyone has any idea of what Times Square used to look like back in the 80s, this is what it looked like. Rudy Giuliani came and cleaned it up, and now it's turning back to that again now. Uh, I want to read the part where they were uh, released. It looked. I saw something in there about them building a mega shelter, though. That's what I want to hear. Can you? Oh, you can't get rid of that. Hold on, yeah. Holy shit! Why did they release them, Jethro? What's the justification for releasing them? Because it's the law now. Unless it's a major uh, crime, like a like a robbery or attacking a, a, a cops, not attacking a cops, not a major crime. I I think nope. two of six At might York. have been held. That could be right, Greg, uh, but yeah. for the most part, we definitely know but, four were released. But the thing is, if they're charged with gang assault, they should all be held, which is what happened. I don't know why they were released. And just yesterday, listen to this craziness. Just yesterday, the New York City uh, legislature passed a law saying any police officer that has any interaction with any civilian must document it. Any interaction. So if you ask somebody, did you happen to see this person walking on the street? You got to take their name. You got to take their So uh, if I say, if I wave to a cop, if my kids wave to a cop, they have to document if the cops wave back to my kid? If you have an interaction, you speak to them. They're going to be bogged down with so much paperwork. The city's going to be unrecognizable to the point that the crazy new mayor, Mayor Adams, actually vetoed this. But the board went ahead and they changed it and they vetoed him. And now it's law it starts in July. The first four were arrested and charged and had a court appearance and were released. Holy shit. And Greg's right. If you see the video, you would say there is no way those guys got released. But oh, hey, hey, no, I'm sorry. Uh, eight were released. Four ran away. They were released on their own running and four were arrested and released. Five people in total were arrested. So one, it, 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 it sounds like one of them's still in jail. Sebi, you know the UFC rules about kicking the head on someone down? Yeah, yeah. If they have that, yeah. I, I think that's a felony in all 50 states. I think that's the origins of that. I know a head stomp is. And I was, everyone go out and look at the video on your own and see what you see. I'm seeing I'm seeing some head stomps and kicks. One cop gets kicked in the head so guard the guy that kicks him gets knocked flat on his back. Imagine not having some special rules to protect your police. Like hey, uh the crazy Yeah, the, the crazy part is guys is that if you're familiar with Times Square, especially the Midtown South Precinct, anything happens within 30 seconds you're going to have 20 cops there. That's how fast this happens. Yeah, I agree. Those like, guys should have been it's, shot, it's by the way. By the way, I totally agree. I think if you attack a cop, uh, oh, shit, he kicked him in the head. Another stomp. Wow. Yeah. Hey, guys, j just so you know, these guys are treating these cops worse than anyone treated George Floyd in the arrest, if you watch the footage. No one punched George Floyd. No one hit George Floyd. No one kicked George Floyd. No one stomped George Floyd. He was saying he couldn't breathe. They pulled him out of the back of the car and called an EMT for him.
Wow, dude. Hey, Jethro, what's the what's the mood with the police department? I know I know you're you have intimate relations with the police department. What's, yeah, well, what's, the, what's the mood as, there? As they always say, the demeanor and the uh, just the, the lack of support from uh, the grass uh, from the city is, is awful. I, I'm lucky. I live, I work in a uh, suburban police department that's just outside of New York City, but the morale is just gone to the point where not only the morale is gone. But to know to the fact that these five next academy classes are canceled, they don't care anymore. And this is what we're working with. Hey, were the cops black? No by any, were the cops around. black by any chance? You can't even tell they're getting stomped. They're swarmed by eight migrants. I couldn't even tell. It's hard to see the video. And me as a cop, knowing that my training has told me that in a situation like that, you can't level use a use of force that is higher than what they're using like you said they had every reason to shoot them because what happens is you're trained that if you're in that situation you run the risk of getting knocked out and they'll take your gun right you run that risk of getting knocked out and then everyone and then so that's that's a great point that's the thing that everyone should know and then everyone around is at risk listen how simple this is he kicked me in the head and I got dizzy, and I pulled out my gun and shot him. Justified. Justified. You've been you've been assaulted to the point of disorientation. That's what happens moments before your life ends. We had an event in 2020 that completely changed the narrative of policing in America. That's what happened. One incident has completely changed it. Unfortunately. And the people, the good, the good cops of New York City, all they want to do is do their job and help the residents. But now they're hamstrung. Everyone should go see the video. Go YouTube it. It's crazy. Yeah, Caleb. And I'm watching it right now. I'm counting. I've seen four head kicks. Five. I just saw. I just witnessed five. Five kicks to the head on a guy with shoulder and hip on the ground. Now would be a good time also to talk about the fact that the Democrats are spinning this narrative that Trump's telling people uh, not to accept the new uh, bill trying to be passed uh, and regulations regarding the border. First of all, I I don't think anyone I don't as as of yesterday or the day before when I was driving down here, they hadn't even released the bill. It was all hearsay. But one of the things that was in the bill is that depending depending on whose report you believe was it the allowance of five thousand um, migrants? Some people reported a day, and some people reported a week. And we we don't we don't want five we don't want we want the number to be zero illegals, zero people breaking into our country every day, not five thousand a week, not five thousand a day. And then here's the part that you really everyone should grasp. When Trump was in office, you had to wait outside the country until you got your court date. With Biden in office, they let everyone wait inside the country. That means there is no border. That is, that is the definition of open border. You break into my house, and once you breach my front door, you're allowed to stay until the cops get there. And while you're there, I'm required to feed you, shelter you, and give you cash. That's what's going on in this country. Under the Biden administration, they are allowed to stay in this country. That means it's an open border. That's just that's just word fuckery. 
And you have people like CNN reporting that it's inhumane to make them wait outside the country. It's fucking nuts. It, 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 uh, it's want- it's election tampering. That's all it is. Well, here's two things it's, that scare- it's 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 serving it's serving that faction that it is increasingly finding it difficult to win elections. Uh, you know, two of the things this World Economic Forum, this Klaus Schwab, uh, Justin Trudeau, this shit, two of their um, agendas are digital currency and open borders. And I know the progressives on the left love this shit, this World Economic Forum shit. And that shit scares me, too. The fact that they're just basically trying to show, just open the borders. Uh, yeah. Uh, some some good news. The guy, uh, Harvard, is losing its uh, biggest donor. Guy, unfortunately, he's already given, uh, the guy's worth $37 billion. Uh, he's already given $500 million to Harvard. But now he's coming with some uh, hard words for the establishment. I think his, um, I think his exact words. This is the article you you shared with me, Greg, right? Yep. His exact words were: uh, Harvard's five hundred million dollar mega donor Ken Griffin halts donations. Says elite schools produce whiny snowflakes. Hedge fund billionaire Ken Griffith, who has donated more than $500 million to Harvard University over the years, has halted contributions to his alma mater and claimed elite schools produce whiny snowflakes. There's something he says in here about uh, DEI. Um, let me see. Uh, Griffith, who has built a fortune that Bloomberg estimates at $37 billion, is now expressing significant concern about the direction of elite schools and diversity, equity, and inclusion policies. He says, quote, will America's elite universities get back to the roots of educating American young children and young adults to be the future leaders of our country? Or are they going to maintain being lost in the wilderness of microaggressions and DEI agenda with no real end game? It's exciting, right? You know, an interesting story, Sevi. Yeah. Mark my words and let's follow up on this. Make a note to yourself to check in on this for a month from now. If there's a way to check in on this guy or follow. But I think. I think this move will completely alter his his uh, his social world, his life, friends, associates. Oh, okay. Check in on Ken Griffin in a month. Yeah. Well, you think he moves yeah, to he, the like he becomes friends with Elon and not? Um... Well, he's going to be like Jay Bhattacharya and everyone else. He's been blindsided by the costs of of having been a, uh, a, a you know on the inside and dang to tell the truth on something and uh, you find that it's it's life altering hey but why do you think it's working for dana white because of the ufc constituency that that fan base is just so ver- they just yeah it's not the lgbtq uh uh you know, it, 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 there's more pickup truck drivers watching it than uh, Prius drivers. Right. He's a uh, he's he's UFC's not not too far off from NRA. Right. Oh. If we're honest about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, oh, uh, 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 Dana. Yeah. Although he was on, he was on a. Um, I, I don't know how serious this it is. It explains but he, Rogan the same thing. It's the same thing. 
Uh, the billionaire also reiterated that he won't hire students who signed an anti-Israeli statement issued by Harvard organizations in October. Yeah, he's going to get kicked out of the club. He's only going to have Jewish friends left? Well, maybe not. No, there'll be some of them. Many of them will be the first to leave. A number of other major Harvard donors have halted their donations, including Victoria's Secret's uh, billionaire Leslie Wexner and billionaire Len Blavatnik, whose family foundation has donated more than $270 million to Harvard. This will accelerate uh, all media and claims of Wexner vis-a-vis uh, Mr. Epstein. Wow. Oh. I mean, haven't you noticed that like, Elon was this darling until he brought bought Twitter and made it X and revealed what Twitter was doing in 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 conjunction with our uh, uh, intelligence apparatus that had moved over into the domestic space um, illegally. He, he can't get good press now on anything, on anything. I read an article in the fucking Guardian. They're telling me that I need to give money to stop the likes of Elon Musk and, uh, and uh, uh, the Fox guy. Uh, Tucker Carlson? Come on. Not Tucker? Who's the, who's the guy? Murdoch. Oh, 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 oh. The Guardian right there is telling me, it's, it's weird, I'm reading this, I'm re- reading some story of interest, then all of a sudden it just lapses into the first person, and it's I, me, need money to stop Murdoch <laughs> and, and Elon. And I'm like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> Uh, they gave Trump- them money once upon a time because there was a point where they were the only people reporting nutrition with any kind of accuracy. It actually revealed some of the some of what the British Medical Journal was talking about the U.S. Uh, uh, soda and sports drink. Trump was loved by the left until he ran for president as a Republican. Yeah. Okay, let's go back to the gondola story. Sorry, I want to I want to see what happened. I want to see did that lady? I guess she didn't die. I guess it would have been in the headline. So you're on the gondola, Greg, and 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 you're and so you 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 there's a little placard on there that said it's made in Switzerland, and you're like, oh, that's yeah, cool. I'll take that. Yeah, those yeah, guys are some smart. GMBH, you know. You didn't want to see made in China or here. <laughs> A uh, snowboarder visiting California resorts survived freezing temperatures after accidentally, oh, it wasn't on purpose, getting stuck in a gondola overnight. Monica Lasso's story she told to NBC affiliate KCRA vividly illustrated how suddenly and unexpectedly a leisure trip can turn into a near-death experience. Uh, she was at the Heavenly Ski Resort in South Lake Tahoe, California to get some time snowboarding on the slope. She had boarded the gondola at 5 p.m., too late to board, on Thursday when she was tired and wanted help down a hill, and she ended up trapped there for 15 hours when the gondola suddenly stopped. Oh, she was... Wow. Lasso, who did not have a cell phone with her, was unable to call for help. Uh, No one below was able to hear her, so she was left alone and stranded. I screamed desperately until I lost my voice. I didn't have a phone, a light, or anything. Lasso's friends reported her missing. The El Dorado County Sheriff's Office and Placerville Police were unable to get in touch with her. She was forced to rub her hands and feet to keep warm. The temperature overnight was minus 5 degrees Celsius, 23 degrees Fahrenheit. These conditions are cold enough to be deadly to anyone who exposed them for a prolonged period. Hey, didn't those three guys in that backyard, like one of the things they're looking to into how they died, 
was uh, that they froze to death. Uh, she underwent physical evaluation by paramedics from South Lake Tahoe Fire and Rescue Department when she was discovered on Friday. She declined to take any area hospital uh, to be taken to an area hospital. Wow. That's like the time I, lo- I thought I, my car and my dog had been eaten by coyotes, and then in the morning I found them in the car freezing. <laughs> hey, at least he was smart enough to open the car and get in and close it when the coyotes were after him. <laughs> hey, how Alex Peters, thank you. Best 20 bucks you've ever spent. Um, uh, man, uh, you would think it, it, the gondola ride we took in Idaho was 20 minutes. So in 20 minutes, if you have a guy at the top and a guy at the bottom, you could check every single gondola. Every car. You'd think they would have done that. I mean, she could have OD'd on fentanyl in there. It was the DEI hire at the at the switch. <laughs> hey, that's not it's not that's not an unjust comment. That's not an unfair, that's not a unfair comment. You can pretty much ask anyone now anything about their hiring. Were you hired for your genitalia, your skin color? It's all it's all legit. It's not even considered rude anymore. It's just it's all it's all legit. Oh, that's all I got. One gondola. Any any predictions? Any any predictions on when um, we'll know? Do you think we could have done anything to Iran already, and we just don't know? Probably not. We have the capabilities to do it, but I don't think we've done anything. Oh, Susie, tell the gondola ride is eleven minutes. I just hung up on Jethro. He hadn't said anything in sixteen minutes. Uh, Sevi, did you see they just announced a 90-day state of emergency in Oregon for fentanyl abuse? A bit late, don't you think? <laughs> what is that? What does that mean? What happens in 90-day state of emergency? Just a lot of clucking and flopping for 90 days? Set, mark it on the calendar? At the end of 90 days, whew. I, I think eventually I, I am concerned about this show uh, losing its YouTube privileges. Uh, but I would – one second, Susie. I would like to say that I did see an article – that so far, uh, that oh sorry, in 2023 we had 193,000 uh, more deaths than we did in um, 2022. And for those of you who don't can't think of what the significance of that might be, you should look into that. Uh, Susie, what's up, girl? Yo. Hey. I'm getting ready to go to Austin tomorrow morning to meet Karen. Oh, cool! For the uh, uh, health summit. Good, good on you. How fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get left on a gondola yesterday when I went skiing. No, did you go skiing yesterday? Um, yes, and um, yeah, it's, skiing's pretty good here, but probably not as good as what you guys got up in Idaho. No, I think you probably Tahoe's good. Tahoe's good. You got it good. You got yeah. it good. We had great powder. Yeah. The resort was a little tired, but we had the snow was great, and and it was empty. Yeah. The resort was empty. Oh, that's nice. 
Well, Idaho's nice. You know, Tahoe, it's been crazy up here. Um, this In the last 10 days, we had that gondola incident, which Vail Executive just made a statement earlier this morning. I was watching the news, uh, local news from out of Sacramento, and Vail Executive made a statement that it was a quote-unquote breakdown in protocols. <laughs> oh, do they normally check all the all the cars every night? Right. So Sebi, like, can you imagine? You know, it, can you imagine not running the whole loop through once and make visual that they're all empty and locking them? Right. The fuck Dude. that wasn't done. Just want to get home. It's late. One of Dude, them can't get seriously. stuck and you move them all through. They're all tied on. Right. Right. Dude. I wanted to go smoke at Dubes with his friends at the bottom. I mean, so exactly the thing about right. facts, facts, facts. Yep. <laughs> The thing about Heavenly is, is it's true. Like you, a lot of the people that ski at Heavenly have to download what we call it on the gondola because the skier access to uh, the California side of the resort where everybody parks is um, gun barrel is the, um, it's a double diamond run that's on the face. And I don't even know if it's open quite yet because there hasn't been enough snow, but it's a very difficult run to get down. So most people that are parking on that side of the mountain as you all know, there's a lot of locations you can park and um, access lifts at Heavenly, um, but that is the biggest one. Uh, these people at the end of the day are like, shit, how am I going to get down the mountain? So a five o'clock load up isn't like a shocker. Like usually that gondola will run um, for a while because um, and, it, and it gets you down into Heavenly Village, which is a major. Yeah, I know. Exa- know I know. Exa- I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, so, so that person got in and, um, and it's a real simple radio down to the person at the bottom of like, Hey, so-and-so is coming down on gondola number 22 or whatever. And you're going to need to exit that guest. Right. And uh, again, the only thing I know is there was a breakdown in protocol, but what was crazy was the night this happened in all the Facebook private groups of like snowboarders, snow skiers and stuff. These girls, her friends were frantically posting pictures of her. Like our friend is missing and heavenly will not work with us. Like there's cameras everywhere. And they were like, our friend is missing. Like didn't meet him for all prey. Didn't meet, didn't go back to the hotel. Like their friend, the last they saw their friend, she's like, I'm downloading and I'll see you guys at whatever bar. Right. So it's like your friend never shows up. Wait, 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 you Susie, stop go- there. She told her friend she was downloading. They saw her. Yeah. Cause her, her friends were like, we're going to, you know, go this other way or whatever they, they could get down. And, um, so like, so, but, but from our end of it, from locals up here, like we were looking, we were looking through their eyes the night of, and, and they were saying that heavenly was not working with them. They alerted the authorities and um, so they didn't know for that 15 hours, like where their friend was, if she was headfirst in a tree well, you know, like, or what, right? Like they didn't know. So it was really sad. Downloading downloading is like, the term used for when you get on the gondola to get back to your car, as opposed to skiing, yes, skiing down, or a chair, like you were saying. or and, a chair. And, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, really? And chairs? Yeah, you can yeah. download on a chair. Hmm. Susie, that would have been, that should have been a, a, a all ski patrol lights on the mountain that should have been a mountain wide emergency right yeah 
Yeah, oh. instantly. We have we have this one chance to find this kid. Yep. Right. And and it was like yeah. these girls who were the friends of her were said that Heavenly was not helping them at all, not responding to their emergency. So that's when you know, of course, they went to the police, called nine one one, got the fire North Tile Fire Department involved, got all them involved, but no one North Tile Fire Department picked her up at eight thirty in the morning when she got off the gondola. So did she get off when it started up again in the morning? Yes. No, she went back oh. up to the top and got a hot chocolate and got a free. They gave her a free oh, day of skiing. Man, man I, I wonder it's if her true. feet were frozen to the floor. You know, the good news is that this time last year, she would have fucking died. I mean, we were at 240 inch. We were to they just did the snow report. We're at 55 percent of normal. Last year we were at 214 percent. If you remember last year, we were freaking snowed in up here. I mean, it was heavy snow, like winds, cold. It was. It got down to 23 how degrees. Guys, I think for her. How could you guys be at 55 percent? We're getting so much rain down in Santa Cruz. It's insane. I know you are, um, because and we are getting rain up here too, bro. I mean, oh, that's the oh, bummer. Okay. That's why there's. <laughs> okay, so you guys have plenty of, of of rain. There's not. You guys aren't seeing signs of drought. You just don't have as there's much snow as snow normal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They're yeah. just measuring the snowpack, okay. right? So, like, the snowpack is limited, and terrain is limited here. Not everything's open, um, and but still, everyone's flocking up here. Um, but can I just say two more things? Please. There was. Within the same week, like the next day, because this is unheard of. I know carjackings happen at major uh, areas, major cities, but in Tahoe City, there was a squaw, or I'm sorry, it's now named Palisades because Squaw Valley was racist to call it that, right? Oh, shit. Um, they so changed the name. It's not Squaw Valley. I didn't know that. What's it called? Yeah, they changed it to Palisades to because Palisades. Squaw Broke as fuck, dude, up here. <laughs> okay, tell me more. So at, at Squaw Valley, what happened? Somebody, so this Jamaican kid that had a visa who was working for Squaw um, Palisades um, stole a, a work vehicle and went on this carjacking, like went on this rampant, like crazy drive around, ended up in Tahoe city. His passenger flew himself out of the car and he ended up back in the parking lot of Palisades. And when the cops got involved, uh, they fucking shot him and killed him. <laughs> Cause he had a knife. All right. And he was coming at the cops and, um, and then, and then three days later, so this is like two days ago, because all this shit has happened. There was a shooting at the Swiss. Um, There's like a really nice four-star restaurant on the West Shore, uh, the Swiss restaurant. I forget the name this of it. This is the police blotter but, um, from Lake Tahoe, Susie's giving us. <laughs> Susie, <laughs> Susie, maybe you take a Jamaican and dump them up in the mountains in the snow, and it's just they just don't hold up, you know? You might have just deteriorated <laughs> mentally from the weather. I don't even know. I just like in the last 10 days, it's like all this shit has happened. And we're like, what the fuck? I'm, you know what? I'm going to be it. Uh, I'm going to end up living next, no, next door to coach, coach Glassman yeah. here. <laughs> You're moving out to Arizona. I don't know. I got to in the summer. No, 
Maybe for the, yeah. Idaho in the summer and winter ski trips, then perhaps Scottsdale in the fall and winter time too. But Well, thank anyways, you for calling. Thank you. There's the update on uh, Tahoe, everyone. Come and visit. It's fun. Talk to you later. Bye. Uh, Olivia, I'm headed uh, to South Lake next weekend. I have my own personal bodyguard. You, Tahoe's so safe. It, that, that's Tahoe's yeah. so safe. And Olivia, if you can take the gondola, make sure you bring a, a flashlight. And a phone. Yeah, satellite phone. Oh, my goodness. All right. Left on the gondola. That so speaks for itself. That This would be a 10-minute investigation. There was marijuana involved and a 17-year-old kid, too, for sure. And TikTok. Yeah, right. Right. Is, is that, that seems like I, I think I would always take my phone with me if I was skiing. I would have my phone in my pocket. There might be no reception on that. Uh, caller, hi. Hey, Savon. Hey. Beaver, coach. How are we this morning? Amazing. Very well, sir. Good. Good. Hey, my name is Casey Spencer. I'm calling from uh, Jonesboro, Arkansas. I've never called in before, but listened for quite some time. Uh, I know this isn't an affiliate call necessarily, but um, just wanted to drop in. We're coming up on uh, one year of our affiliate being open. April 1st is going to be one year. Congrats. And uh, yeah, thank you. Um, we've seen some really amazing growth in an area that uh, needs more of this, right? Like we're in a pretty, we're in kind of the quote unquote South, even though we're not really South, but uh, we have the culture of the South, if you know what I mean. And uh, we're, we're hovering between 60 and 70 members consistently, but I just wanted to come in and say thank you to all three of you, uh, but coach, especially uh, for your influence in my life over the past 12 years. So I've been following CrossFit for 12 years now and uh, yeah, just really pumped. And I've finally had time to call in and say thank you. So I just wanted to do that. Thank you, Casey. I appreciate that. And uh, uh, congratulations on your your anniversary. Yeah, appreciate it. Casey, do you uh, have another job too? Do you have a day job too? Do you have two jobs? Uh, Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I uh, manage an overhead door company here in Jonesboro during the day. It's actually like a family type business. So both of them work really well and I have freedom to uh to do both like i actually just finished a run this morning so like my job is pretty flexible overhead so. door caleb's like nodding like he knows yep. what that is but i'm from california what's that yeah gar- a garage door like, oh what do you no, call like it a garage door garage doors are also overhead called overhead door, door? wow oh oh like yeah. a roll-up door yeah yeah like our roll-ups some are roll-ups some are okay. overhead yeah like what dylan oh. does dylan oh, does look it. another another californian didn't know what overhead doors are thank you thank you <laughs> casey yep. Yep. you know what i, I always thought was good what I thought was going to show up in the, in the CrossFit ecosystem and never seemed to, I was surprised that we didn't see a group buying properties kind of like the oil can Henry, you know, Jiffy Lube kind of concept, Mm -hmm. but buying small properties um, outside of the high, high, high demand uh, commercial property area erect a box, throw in some overhead doors, loaded e- with equipment, and then look for a uh, CrossFit uh, tenant affiliate 
and do hmm. two yeah. things. One, set up a rent deal that would beat yep. what they could do because they're helping you own the property. And the other thing would be to be, be the bank and engage them yeah. in a in a in a uh, a purchase. And you could you right. could That's... do everything but paint it until they're ready and have everything yeah. needed there. Pull up bars, weights, everything. So a guy does a and it's if there are affiliates in the area um... Go ahead. Yeah, no, you go ahead. Uh, you know, if you want to talk about that more, I, I, I'd be interested. I, I was shocked that well, it show up. In my the the actual the money behind the overhead door business or garage door business uh, is my stepbrother, and he's an attorney. He does a lot of property investing around. And it's funny, I've never heard that mentioned outside of his idea of that about a year ago. And uh, he uh -huh. had the same thought as I was already opening it. And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. You know, I don't have the funds to do that. But, um, you know, it's, like it's, like a, it's a turnkey thoughts. box business turnkey. Yeah. You basically is that like the McDonald's model? Yeah. Yes. And, and, and oil can Henry's Jiffy moves a whole bunch of them are all property plays. And then there's some franchisee right. who runs the thing, works his ass off, makes a living and calls himself the proud owner of the business. But in the meantime, yeah. and then, and then as the property gains in value, there can be a natural incentive and advantage to moving him further down the road to a bigger location. Um, as things mm -hmm. grow, just kind of the natural life death cycle of suburbs and all. But you can get caught up in that. I think, I think that. the reason it hasn't is is because a lot of us here, you know, we're blue collar. We love the methodology. We love the program. We want to see life change. And yes, a lot of uh, there are a lot of affiliate owners that do have money and can uh, pursue that. But I think just the fact that we want to put in the work is maybe why it hasn't come that far yet. Uh, I'm sure it will. I'm sure it'll open up before long. Those those ways. Well, cool. I'm building some uh, single family dwelling uh, units, really nice ones here in, uh, mm -hmm. in uh, uh, Phoenix, greater Phoenix area with the intent of keeping them and renting them. And uh, my accountant's right. father built several hundred uh, duplexes in Flagstaff over a 30, 40 year period. And he's got he's got third and third generation tenants. Wow. People that have yeah. rented for him for three generations. How easy that is to, and then that's just continuous cash flow, just continuous cash yep. flow over the life. And now these things yep. that he, that he built for, for 50 grand in the eighties, he can sell them for 1.2 now as the tenants. Right. Leave. And he's just, it's the, the, the economics on that are powerful. Uh, yeah. Talk your, talk your uh, brother-in-law, is it? Uh, yes. Yeah, stepbrother. Your, Stepbrother, yeah, talk to your stepbrother about getting yep. excited and you know, get involved with that. Yeah, yeah, no. It's not a good time for the fitness industry, but this makes sense. I would have loved to have found in a industrial park the roll-up door, all the gear. It hasn't been painted yet. I get to customize it to my likes in terms of style and uh, off the running and have, a, and have a landlord who I'm paying who's letting me what would seem like a nominal nominal fee spread out over time you'd even work a deal with bill yeah you know with rogue and uh i don't know someone 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 will do this especially I'm now that you've expressed that, that i'm sure that'll pop up in no time right. yeah good <laughs> hey dude stay in touch uh, keep thanks, us posted so much. yeah please to keep us touch. what's the, what's the name of your gym yeah so the name of our affiliate is crossfit ridge city r-i-d-g-e city 
cool. Um, in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Yep. So appreciate it, guys. Say hi to everyone for me, Casey. Will do. Thank you. Said the the economics of a plan where the gym owner can own his building is just huge, and there's there's room there for uh, for uh, the person that lends the hand and and streamlines that process to make some good money, and you to get to that ownership position quicker than you would uh, rent save. Right. That's a clean ass gym. It's very nice. Yeah, that's a beautiful place. Robbie Myers, Casey's a good dude, coach. All right, Greg, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Caleb. Great to see you, Greg. Talk to you soon, boys. Thank you, everyone. Ciao, brother. Thanks again, Greg. Great show. Thank you. Oh, shit. Sorry. Bye. What a good dude. That was a great show. Fuck. That was cool. He he was firing in all cylinders. Guys, 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 guys. I want to show you something. If you go to Barbell Spin, what is this? Hey. 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 Hey, How you doing? Hey, what's up? Hey, this is Frank. Uh, I have a couple questions uh, for Greg, if that's okay. He's gone, Um, Frank. He's gone. Uh, Ah, I blew it. All right. Try next time. All right, brother. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Yeah, okay. Um, 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 uh, I want to go to uh barbell spin and you will see, you will see. Oh, here it is. CrossFit denies Ellie Turner's request for competition region exemption. So the amazing Ellie Turner, lover of two-time champ Justin Medeiros uh, wanted to train, compete, wanted to compete this year in the United States. And she filled out some sort of region exemption because she must have read the rules and realized she didn't qualify to compete here. And she filed filed some sort of exemption with CrossFit, and it sounds like it's been denied. And there's this awesome thread. It's so fucking cool. It's wild. Accusations of sexism. This one? Yeah. Accusation. Uh, uh, um, uh, unfairness. There's accusations of everything. Except for the fact uh, of did she actually qualify for the exemption, which is kind of funny, right? It's just, it's just fucking hundreds of posts of just fucking emotional, just fucking insanity dragging other but but Sally but 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 mom Sally got a popsicle but mom uh, Jody got uh some Legos oh it's great it's fucking it's the dinner bell for fucking insanity and victims and emotional outburst and menses that time of the month talk anyway it's gonna be great <laughs> and it's gonna be so good and uh and we'll help those of you who are uh, emotionally disturbed. Can't think clearly. Want all the answers. Want to drag other people down. Matt, you, you know what a common uh, response that is for people? 
to dr- try to drag other people down. Can you imagine trying to drag Roman or Katrin down like like as part of like your argument when you don't even have all the facts? Anyway, it's like what three-year-olds do. But so-and-so, like one of my kids starts crying because someone else's Legos arrive in the mail before the other and they say it's not fair. I'm like, hey, I get it. They're three. But you're just like, hey, why don't you be happy for his brother that he got his? They're like, no shit. Ten a.m. Menses, menses. Thank you, Judy. I, I thought that was going to go under the radar. Thank you. I'm glad you that stuck. Hey, don't insult uh, menstruating women. It's uh, people with a victim mindset of both sexes. I understand. I understand. I just know. I just know the week before Aunt Flo shows up in town. No insult intended. I just know that things can get a little squirrely with the old thinking process, the old logic. Two plus two is fuck you, not four. You're eating dinner and you're not smiling and all of a sudden you're in trouble for not liking someone's food when that's like you were thinking about how you're late on your car payment. Yeah, that kind of shit. Yeah, menstruating men. Yeah, yeah, we'll get we'll get into all that sleepy. Good point. Uh, okay, so 10 a.m. Uh, Andrew Hill and I will break down the old uh, the old uh, Ellie Turner. Deli Turner question. What is going on? What happened? And really, we don't have any facts. That's what's so great about it. It's going to be so great about the episode. We only know that she applied for an exemption, which means she didn't. You don't have to apply for an exemption unless you didn't qualify. So she applied for an exemption. We haven't seen the paperwork of what her exemption is, but she didn't qualify. And yet all these people are so fucking angry. No, Ellie Turner won't be on. Well, I didn't invite her on. I mean, she can come on if she wants. But it's going to be a great show. It's going to be a fun show. I love this shit. It's awesome. Listen, these people, by the way, like once you get all... um, You need something like real fucking special in your life. So this kind of shit doesn't get you too, too wound up. Like kids. Or you just need some hardship. No one knows God's plan. Everything happens for a reason. Talk to you guys at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Caleb, will you be here? I probably can make it, yeah. It's going to be a fun one, dude. Looking forward to it. All right. We could use your uh, mental horsepower. Phone lines will be open, too. Grow a fucking set of balls and call in, people. You want to brawl? Me, Andrew Hill, or Caleb. Grow grow a set of balls? Supposed to say wrong, but it actually start cuts out too early. Never mind. I appreciate the attempt. All right. Uh by the way, if you do want to uh our show will be just um well, you'll see. 10 a.m. Uh talk to you soon. Bye bye. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Shannon Medeiros, Shannon Medeiros, severely disappointed your tribe wants CF to be transparent, fair, equitable for movement standards, but not for the rule book. Well, we'll get to that. 
Hey, the thing is this. Well, we'll, we'll get to it. I do want to, I, I do, we're not going to talk about whether the rule book is, well, we will, we'll talk about it all, whether the rule book is a good rule book. Like I think people should be allowed to compete where they want. I think three years is too long. All that shit. I think I, on, on some sides I'm like, yeah, fuck. But the point of, well, we'll get to it. But the, 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 the main point is going to be, Hey, there's a rule that says you have to live in the country for three years. She probably, she must've missed that. She must've missed that totality of three years so she filed an exemption this is all just my guess and and uh, and it didn't pass that's it but we can see how pissed off people are without the facts and just the crazy name calling and just the fun shit it's cool all right uh shanna thank you for chiming in uh we'll talk to you guys later see you at 10 a.m bye-bye